your phone. I want to know right now how how cold it is up here. I would the the temperature. Oh, it's seventy three right now. <laughs> it was just yeah. last week you had the AC on, and now you went straight. It's so cold in the day. We're recording. You're recording. Okay, perfect. It's so. Come on, sing it. It's so cold in the day. Is Jesse recording? Mm, Jesse recording? I've been recording. How to oh, we post to keep free. Oh. It's all in an, it, my hand. Okay. That was one of the uh, first viral videos that was out there. That was amazing. But you know what? Let me see how many views are there. We're, we're, we're entering the podcast. Hey, 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 it in your biking video oh yes yeah that should be the outro let's go cue it up baby <laughs> all right I'll what's up it. y'all what's and then up, you, and then you gotta come up with a bridge <laughs> <laughs> andy well we'll come up with like andy uh a verse from andy <laughs> i've been sending you guys raps hey man welcome <laughs> welcome to the podcast what episode is this 23 it's 24 this is a kobe oh this is kobe, kobe. Some Mamba Kobe. episode. We should have, man. We should have had some some love for him today. Twenty four. We should have. We should. We'll just have to wait to two twenty four. Oh <laughs> <Here> damn! We, <laughs> <laughs> That's we like two thousand twenty three years old. Yeah. <laughs> we'll be all we'll old. Hey, but thanks, thanks for listening. Thanks to um, all our new subscribers, all our new listeners. Appreciate you guys. And all the existing listeners, because they continue to support. Staying, yeah. staying loyal. We appreciate yeah, man. it, man. Appreciate the feedback. You guys just, nothing but good stuff. You guys, um, seems like you guys really enjoying it. We're just trying to better ourselves and come up with that great content for you guys. Uh, yeah, today's going to uh, be hilarious. Book. We had Book and we oh, had yeah. David on last week. We appreciate y'all. Solid. I know a couple <laughs> other of our friends have hit hit us up and... Uh, Wanted to get on as well. We could we can make that happen, man. Like figure out what topics y'all want to talk about, mm-hmm. and let's get you on. Yeah, yeah. I think that's 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 one thing that's cool about our pod that is a lot of people want to join us and join the conversation. And then it's cool that people could share their perspectives. But yeah, shout out David, shout out Booker, because they added some spice and some flavor to our to our pod. So that you know, it, it was fun. So shout them out. People just want to get on here to ridicule me. <laughs> make an example you, of me you put yourself in that position sometimes though it's all good uh, but it's funny because andy was locked we you know we were locked into uh, instagram police we we're trying to get this content <laughs> out weeks ago <laughs> they want to censor us man they don't want us to tell the truth they don't hey, want us to speak let you know uh, let let them know what happened and what was your thought process I just it was a conspiracy. I'm like, damn, they must have heard me. They must have heard me talking about Trump too much. And you know, but what happened is uh we we were we had a conversation about the debate and uh I was posting our IG video 
and we got blocked and our account got suspended for uh to not they didn't allow us to post any content until like three days after i start i try i attempted to and um i think it all had to do with me putting debate or trump or biden in the title and then after the third day i tried again without any information no headlines or anything like that and it took the video where i was able to upload it and then i edited it after hey hey, don't be giving out the secrets man (laughs) they're still uh, watching fans are still watching oh yeah they're listening too but yeah so they try to censor us you know that it just goes to show that they are listening they're all paying attention and even if we have a small bit of audience, it could be 30, 40 people, um, you know, the message could still be spread. So they're obviously looking to censor us in some type of They're trying of to treat us like China or a communist country, man. They got us in IG jail. That ain't right. Yeah. yeah. Ain't nobody got time for that. Glad we was out. <laughs> but, Sorry that, you know, we bombarded you with content. But we, you know, we wanted to get it out, and now we're right I'm not back. Sorry at it. for that, man. Y'all need this. Y'all need us. We keep you entertained. We keep you informed. Get you know, we 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 get y'all on here. We have you guys on here. We're not sorry for that. Nah, I wouldn't be sorry because like people do listen. Like they the small because you some people can't listen to the whole YouTube. They can't listen to the whole uh, pod through streaming services, and so they take the bits and pieces off IG. And, you know, we just put the content or whatever the, the topic is. And so um, some people really listen to it on IG because uh, they, they they enjoy it. Like Blevin's got a text from one of his friends saying, got stuck for three hours listening to us. <laughs> Shout out which, to Steve Ruiz. Which is like the biggest compliment that we can get. You know, that somebody we can uh, grab somebody's attention span for that that long. You know, that's that's pretty cool. Speaking of attention span. You, um, we talked, we talked about it before, but mm-hmm. we never really delved into it. Mm-hmm. We want to hear how it is that you started watching Insecure mm-hmm. later than we have, we did. Mm-hmm. And then what your thoughts are since you're already caught up. Well, first of all, my wife is an avid television watcher. So she, she is on shows. She finishes shows, start shows, finishes shows really, really fast. And um, she put me up on game and said, hey, I want to watch this. I heard it's really good. And I'm not too big on like television, but I'm coming around. I'm coming around. And uh, within like the first couple of episodes, I was hooked. And we we that first day, I think we might have finished like one season because the episodes are short. Mm-hmm. But and then I'm, I'm completely done with all four seasons waiting on the fifth season, which is probably not till 2000 end of 2021, maybe. Um, but I really enjoyed the show because I think it, they did a, the writers, which is Issa Rae, did a really great job of depicting what life is like from a love relationship, um, standpoint mm-hmm. in Los Angeles. And it's very, very regional. And then me born in LA and then even for us, like we're, you know, we're in the Inland Empire, but we're not too far off from LA so we can still relate that's sort of what it's like going through a love part of your life, trying to find somebody, trying to find love, and then the trials and tribulations that happen. And then just the cultural side of it, like they did a, a great job of still capturing um, what it is to be, be a, a black young um, individual in, in Southern California and um, still like have a message behind it. 
so I just think the writing was really, really good, man. I, they, they, she did an amazing job of just capturing my attention. And I mean, obviously millions of other people. And so I enjoyed it. I'm looking forward to season five. I'm looking forward to capturing or finding more, ep- more uh, content from her. I know there's plenty of more. I know that I, I looked it up. So there's some movies that she was in. And so I'm going to, I'm going to definitely uh, pay more attention. So I, I liked it a lot. Yeah. I need, it, I need to catch up. We need you to get, get on the same level as Andy and I, but yeah, I mean, you talked about it from a love standpoint. Yes. And then navigating yourself, your career, you know, uh, your family, mm-hmm. your friendships. So it's, it's a great show. It's one of my favorite shows and, her glow up is real, man. She's really put the work in, mm-hmm. um, you know, to go from Awkward Black Girl, which was her web series, mm-hmm. and, you know, a couple other things that she was doing to, man, hosting movies, um, you know, television. Just she has done an amazing job. And I love that she, you know, puts black people on, puts other people of color on and and women on. And then the cool thing is, um, if you really watch like the um, they have something called the wind down to where they'll talk about the episodes with oh, some yeah, of the characters that. and whatnot. Yeah. And then, um, you know, some other behind the scenes stuff like she will allow the actors to direct some of the the episodes like yeah. that's paying it forward. It's like, OK, yeah, you know, this is all my stuff. Right. But then I'm allowing you to expand and you to grow as well. And then I, I think the thing that I love the most about insecure and all that comes with insecure is the music yeah the fact that she puts so many artists on and it's just the music is great and i know we talked about it before but rafael sadiq you know has been involved with the music solange has been involved with the music and it's it's one of my favorite series out there yeah and not to not to ruin it for jesse but the way that it (laughs) not the way that it ended with uh lawrence and I think her name was Condola, right? Uh, mm-hmm. And the, Jesse, the, cover your ears, take your earphones off. <laughs> but that happens so much. That happens a lot. Is so um, it's interesting. I'm interested to see what's gonna happen. So oh yeah, oh yeah, yeah. I don't want to. I don't want to ruin it for Jesse and for anybody listening. But you haven't watched it. It's on HBO. You should definitely check it out. Um, oh, it's a. It's thirty minutes of your life that is worth it. You'll enjoy it. And so, and if you have a partner, you know, you can watch it with them too. you know, share something. So I just want to know when you're going to start Atlanta. Uh, That's next. That's next. Hey, I need you on that. And then back to Insecure though. um, Yeah. You can watch with your partner, but all your friends too, like, you know, we got group chats and, you know, texting people uh, during the episode. I always live tweet that and 90 day fiance as well. Uh, But, you know, uh, my friends, Megan and Brandy, um, we started the first episode of the past season, watching it together as a family. And then they ditched us for the rest of the season for some reason. I guess we weren't fun enough for them. So shout out to Megan and Brandy, even though, you know, they didn't show us no love the rest oh, of the Oh, by the way, my parents are watching it right now too. For real? Yeah. What What do they do when the sex scenes come on? <laughs> they just like, watch it. <laughs> <laughs> They'll be like, Gladys, see, see, see. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to Doug and Gladys <laughs> for watching Insecure and the sex scenes. Mm-hmm. Oh yep. man, how old were you guys when your parents let you guys watch uh, the sex scenes? How old am I right now? Uh, Thirty-five. <laughs> <laughs>
Is it still awkward when you watch it and you're they're like they're I don't there. I don't my mom like that that's not God I, I can't I can't my dad like it's still kind of weird as well but not as weird. Yeah, no, it's definitely it's definitely weird. I remember when I as soon as I turned thirteen, I was like, I'm ready. I'm watching the PG thirteen movie. <laughs> there was no action in there. I was like, okay, I gotta wait until I'm seventeen. That was you know what's crazy though? Like you talk about that back when we were growing up, 80s, 90s, um, especially around that time, more than the 2000s, you would have PG and PG 13 movies, and it would have stuff that is like, man, this really should have been like, you know, rated R, you know what I mean? Or NC 17. And then now it's like full blown PG be having cursing and, you know, all kind of innuendo and stuff. So the, the norm changed. Yeah. So it's crazy. I, uh, watching Disney plus, I was watching the smart guy with my family. That's a show that we watched together. And they were talking about an episode when the sister wanted a boob job. So I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, I'm watching this with my kids. You know, my daughter's 12. They're over here uh, because this girl, they're they're trying out for some acting, and this girl has a main part in there. And the only reason why she's getting the main part is because she has big boobs. So everybody's just like, oh, oh, do you want me to do this? Do you want me to do this for you? Like going to, you know, uh, gravitating to her. So then the girl was like, I want, I want that attention. So she went to her pops and was like, hey, I want boobs for my graduation it just felt so awkward that it's the disney channel watching it with my kids and then they're talking about having boob jobs but the message of the story that it actually kind of you know tied it all together like don't let people judge you or see you because of that um you only getting that attention because of that not necessarily from you so it the message i got the message it was just funny that it was on disney to conspiracy was, was julian excited when he was watching <laughs> his it? nose was bleeding <laughs> what? It's an anime thing, man. It got it got hot. It, no, it's an anime thing. Oh, okay. Yeah. So yeah. is it does in anime does a nosebleed is that equal to like with the dog and the pink? <laughs> yeah. Yes. Okay, got you. Yeah, right. their nose bleeds. Yeah, when they see oh a hot gosh. girl, their nose just bleeds. It's got an image. So, very interesting. <laughs> okay, moving moving on. What's the next side? <laughs> About to play right now. Lord knows I stay high and I love it. Yeah. And I love it. Hey. Let's go. We count hundreds on the table, head twenties on the floor. Fresh shot of work on the way with some more. And I love it. Yeah. And I love it. I got gangs in the crowd. He wants us. We know, we know, we're we not going to get into it. We're a couple, we're a couple days away from election day. We'll get into that. We'll get into that. But let's, let's, let's stay on uh, Jeezy Versus and Tip. Tia. Yeah, man. Both trap stars, Atlanta legends. natives. Yeah. Legends. legends um, really curated the sound and the movement um, for Atlanta and Georgia and the South took over, still here. And now they're going to battle. Who's winning? I want to know. I played mine. Who I who I think is gonna win? Oh, you. So you got Jeezy? Yes. I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna go with T.I.P. Who are you going with, Blevs? 
Man, it's a toss up. I think Jeezy had like harder street records. Yeah. But T.I. had more of an impact. Like his his peak was longer. So damn. I, I gotta I guess I go with tip. Okay, so they're doing twenty they're doing twenty songs. And right? I wanted it. And you know, it, it is a coin flip. It's a coin. It's have a you coin ever flip. been to a Jeezy concert before? Either one of y'all? No. Mm-hmm. Have you? Ha- no. Have you ever been to a Ti concert? No. No. I I went to a Ti concert at the House of Blues on uh, Sunset when it was still there, and he had it live in there. I think that was when King came out. Mm-hmm. Great album. And and he was a great performer. He was a great performer at that time. So out of um, 20, 20 songs, what's the count? I think it'll be close, man. Like, I don't think it's a blowout or a wash. 11-9. I'll say 11-9. I'll go with that. I'm okay with that. Yeah. 12-8, maybe. I'll go 12-8. Like tops. 12-8 tip. 12-8. I think out of all the the verses, though, this is probably the most most equally matched one, uh, without a doubt. And you know what's crazy is I remember when T.I.P. was – there were the whole King of the South thing was going on and he was going against Lil Flip. Yeah. What happened with that? <laughs> game Flip. over. Yeah. Game over. It was game over for Flip. He game think, over it himself. I think I think Lil Flip got the the song. He won the song beef, mm-hmm. but then TIP won the longevity career beef. Yeah. For, so but uh yeah, no, I think it's gonna be it's gonna be a good one. Uh it's interesting to see what's gonna come after that too, because Versus took a break. Mm-hmm. And so now they're uh, calling this season two now. Yeah, Buster Rhymes got to get some That's kind tight. of some kind of love. There's a lot of ways that they could go, and I it was you they did take a break. You cutting out bluffs? You cutting out bluffs? Technical difficulties. Ooh, remember that one episode? Yeah, like eight technical difficulties. Oh my gosh! <laughs> I think he might need to come back. You All right. We'll 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 keep it going, but uh, Jesse. So what? Out of like, back. you're back. You're back. You're back. Technical difficulties. You called help desk. <laughs> Inside joke. My doctor um, to come in and out, in and out. All right. So what's the what's the go to trap rep record that will that Ti will go to, Jeezy will go to? Uh, I think Jesse just played one of them. Yeah. See, I don't think was I that. Think, I love it. Yeah. yeah. Okay, I I think they just have two different sounds because um, Ti Swiss beats, you know those those beats are nasty. Like that's just, just blaze, just blaze. Yeah, um, Tone. Kanye. <laughs> so <laughs> it's a different. I, I, he has like the harder producers versus. I'm sure Jeezy did a lot of the Atlanta. He got some Timberland though, but 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 Ti has that sound too. Like dun dun dun. And then a rubber band man, like oh, this is a David yeah. Banner beat. This is a, he, he, he definitely went to the table. You know, you both be staying down on the road, man. Rolling all the way from Florida, MIA on up to Duval, on up to Tennessee. A lot of the real niggas be showing love, you know what I'm saying? I really appreciate that. All the double boys be coming out. And he used to have the rubber bands on. But a lot of 
I was coming in here reverse psychology. I was reverse psychology and I was gonna go tip it. I thought you all were gonna just eat me alive. So I was like, you know what? You know what? I was like, I could go with Jeezy because I like I like both of them, but like I said, it's a coin flip. I I know um TI has bigger records, but I think Jeezy he might do like a Rick Ross and might just get a massage during <laughs> or like he might fry some chicken up. That yeah. era though, man, like it was a lot of they, the South was really running things. And that era, those were the two guys. Mm-hmm. Those were the two guys out of the, you know, five that was running, you know. Wayne, which we'll get into him in a second. <laughs> um, you know, that was really running things at that time, and they both had a long stretch. I just think uh, T.I.'s was a little bit longer and a little bit stronger. Pause, as y'all would say. Yeah, well, T.I. had the the hit, like, smashes. Like, you know, when you got uh, Justin Timberlake, when you got Rihanna, that's, that's guaranteed. Like, it's a guaranteed smash. You're going to tra- tra- You're gonna transfer over to you know, a different audience. And then you got a uh, Jeezy who has a cult following, like the whole Can't snowman. Snowman. Yeah. He, um, he basically lived, he lived, we all felt his raps cause we felt like he was real. Like he was really out there dealing, you know, the snow. <laughs> and, uh, and then his first album was for sure a classic. Uh, what was it? It was like thug motivation. I forgot. Yeah. yeah. Can, can, and then when he burst on the scene with so icy with Gucci Mane. Oh Yeah. But I'm going to tell you where um, Jeezy has the edge. The fact that Jay Billis, the college basketball analyst, quotes him on Twitter like almost <laughs> daily. <laughs> I got to go to work. That he, he has the edge right there. Yeah. Yeah. You know, he, it's going to be good. It's going to be really good. But I, let's not count Jeezy out because Jeezy could come with it, man. He, Both of them. Yeah, he he got Jay Z. He has Jay Z. He has Lil Wayne. You got an Andre three thousand feature. But, but they me, both got a, they both got yeah. that though. Yeah, they both have all those same things. They both got the J Cole feature. They both got the Kendrick feature. Whoa, whoa, whoa! whoa. Hold on, hold Kanye. on. What about Jeezy and Kanye? Can't tell me nothing remix. Mm-hmm. That, that's what I'm saying. Come on now. So that's, and he's. He has the some of the best. Uh, Jeezy has some of the best ad libs in the game. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I love it. Go crazy! Remember the Go Crazy song? Yeah. Oh, and then Jay was on the remix. Jay Come on, on man! Remix. That's what I'm saying. Like it, it's evenly. Maybe it might be ten ten. It could be ten ten. Might be ten ten. It's gonna be close. But yeah. speaking of another one of them South guys, Andy, what's, what's going on with your boy, Louisiana? Lil Tunchy? I'm going to start calling him Lil Trumpy. <laughs> Lil Trumpy. Well, no, nah, Jesse said to do what? What'd you say at uh, pre-production, Jesse? Let the About- man vote for who he wants to vote for. That's <laughs> yeah, no. Yeah, no. But okay, so uh, Blevins and I were talking about Lil Wayne, and if you guys don't know, like obviously he went and met with the president and had a funny sh- sweater on, and uh, <laughs> and uh, I was Not telling only Blevins, did he meet with him, he tweeted out support for him too, him, for sure. So all these all these rap- rappers is out here acting dumb, man. It, but th- what I told Blevins is I reminded him is that, and he knew that he's been telling us this is who he is for years like he 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 didn't support the BLM movement he basically said like 
that's them over there. This is me over here. I'm rich. Like I, you know, I, I don't relate basically. So it's not like he, it's not like something that we shouldn't be already accustomed to. We know that this is who he is. And so it kind of tells me too, like all these rappers and, and black entertainers that are uh, kind of like siding with Trump a little bit more than what we would want to see. <laughs> like, I feel like there's something going on behind the scenes where obviously that campaign is helping them in some type of way. So obviously that's where the support comes in. You this know guy, what it might be? Mm. Have you ever seen the movie Get Out? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> So somebody probably is in their bodies. They probably had the lobotomy oh. done and it ain't really them that's inside of there. That's what I think it is. It's just it's just kind of crazy because for us, we grew up listening to them and, you know, almost, to a certain extent, maybe idolizing what what they did. Right. Because for the culture um, and then to see them like support somebody that. Ultimately kind of like hurts the culture that they came up in. Um, it's, it's, it's weird. It's weird. And you don't know how to feel about it because you have an emotional connection to a certain extent. Well, that's similar yes. to what Kanye did. Yeah. You know, same kind of impact. Um, I think we just kind of overlooked 50 Cent, even though he <laughs> contributed a lot to the music in the early 2000s. Um, he really wasn't slandered like little wayne is like they're cutting little wayne off Just let the man support let the man vote for whoever he wants but 50 is more like trump than any other rapper because yeah, 50 50 came in to rob the game the same way trump is doing 50 came in and attacked everybody and used his campaigning skills to do the same thing we weren't we were more attracted to 50 for what his antics were rather than the music the music was great but he, 50 and Lil Wayne are nowhere near the same. Yeah. It's interesting because it's all the rappers that ain't really doing nothing right now or ain't really putting out nothing crazy right now. Like all the dudes that was around when we were growing up, and you know, in our teens and early 20s that are kind of not really doing it right now. Mm-hmm. Not to say that you can't because quick plug, the new Buster Rhymes, like I really, really like that. Um, so not to say that you can't make good music, you know, well into your forties and whatnot, but they, they're not. Yeah. So well, could 50, could 50 make that type of music back then if he wasn't really attacking all those other rappers? No, that was, no, that was part of his, you know, his whole campaign, his gimmick. Yeah. His gimmick. Little Wayne's, Little Wayne's tweet. So was, it's a perfect, it's a match made in heaven. He was a bully and 45 is a bully. Perfect. What what Lil Wayne say, Jesse? So the tweet was, just had a great meeting with the at real Donald Trump at POTUS. Besides what he's done so far with the criminal reform, the platinum plan is going to give the community real ownership. He listened to what, uh, what he listened to what we had to say today and assured he will and can get it done. That's the thing. Oh gosh, that's the thing with me is like he you out here putting up, your so career and your rep. <laughs> your career and your reputation out there on the line for everything just because somebody told you they was going to do something not that they actually did it but they told you that they was going to do something and it's somebody that told you was going to do something that does not keep their word and is not honest so hey that's on you buddy yeah and i guess black uh block boy jb uh join join the train and little pump too oh my goodness so they're trying to get every demographic 
I mean, nobody really listens to Pump like that. No. But, I mean, I guess the young kids do. And then Block Boy, I mean, he got some stuff, but they ain't going to stay around long anyway, so. Just let the man vote for whoever they want to vote. Just go out there and vote. We're already making an impact for all the people that are going out there and voting early. We're already making the impact needed. Just we're doing it. I'm afraid to ask who it is that you, you didn't you vote yesterday? You said, hey, yay, my first time voting. Ever? Yes. Give myself a round of applause. So, yeah, it was legit. It was cool. I don't want to know who it is that you voted for, but how long did it take you to vote? It took me like the whole process. No, no just well, to go waiting in line poll. and all that. Yeah. Uh, it was under an hour. That's not bad. And I, I went last minute. So then the line was kind of long. Mm-hmm. Um, I could have went somewhere else, but I'm like, hey, I'm here. There was probably about 30 people ahead of me. Uh, there was only one person getting checked in at a time. So then, you know, it was kind of understandable. Uh, mm-hmm. But the process was easy. I had to change my address, so that's why I wasn't able to vote early, like I had mentioned before. So I actually had to go in there, show them my new address. I had to change like a fill of address form. Went back in line. Then um, they gave me my ballot. I went to the little thing and with my little pencil, <laughs> picked my ballot, uh, my people, and then uh, printed out. Got my sticker, sent it to you guys, so you knew it was real. Uh, and then that was it. Okay, so, you know, you talked about the whole address thing. I need you on Tuesday to, I'm not going to say who, but go help someone close to you make sure that everything is legit and legal so they can cast their ballot. And I also need you to make sure that they vote for the right person, not just for president, but for Senate and all that stuff, too. Can you promise me that? Yes. All right. And I I mentioned to you guys earlier, I wish I was a little more informed when it comes to the Senate and all the other people, because I thought it was just going to, you know, either your presidents and that was it. Um, I wish I was a little more educated. But since it was my first time, now I know. So in the future, I'll be more educated. Yeah, you got general elections and stuff like that every every two years as well. So, you know, get get informed. Because there's a lot of trash ass uh, senators and other politicians that are out there that, you know, are lifers, you know, 20, 30 years in there and they haven't done a damn thing. So we need to get them up out of here, too. For not sure. just not just oh boy. For sure. Yeah. It, Carla and I, well, my wife, she was uh, she she did a lot of the pre-work and legwork. So we like two weeks ago, we started filling it out. And then each proposition we would Google, we would watch YouTube videos and really know what we were voting for because we wanted to be responsible. And at the same time, we we had Emma, uh, which is our daughter there with us. So she knew exactly what we were doing. That's so she beautiful. sat with us with the with the debates. Um, so one of the things I was sharing with with Blevins um, on a phone call earlier is that, you know, like things could be OK right now. Things would be all right. Things life is what it is. Right. But um, what our decisions and that we make now affect us 10, 20 you know, years from now, and potentially like even us in an older age, it, it could come in back and hurt us, right? And then for us, us to have kids, like the decisions that we make now would affect them, whether what school they're gonna go to, what jobs are they gonna go uh, have, the pay that they're gonna have, the housing, um, a, a medical, like so many things affect 10, 20, because a lot of these politicians wanna make laws that go in effect five to 10 years from now. And it might be all gravy right now, but if we don't get informed right now, 
it's not going to be craving, you know, 10 years from now. So I think it's just important for us to do our part. And I'm not the most savvy at all this stuff. I'm, I'm going to be the first one to say I don't really know too much about it. But I, I did put in the effort to, to at least get myself informed as much as I could. Yeah, for me, like I'm not the most super duper political informed of what's all going on either. It's just this the last four years and for sure this year, it's been so much just excuse my language, but shit that's going on to where, you know, I need to know what the basics of this and that are, right? Your basic rights, your basic freedoms, your basic what's going on, you know, so we can change and hold people accountable. These politicians, we don't work for them. They work for us. You know what I mean? Yeah. So they really got to own our, uh, earn our vote. And we can't just keep allowing these people that aren't doing nothing or aren't doing anything for us, the people, to stay in power. Like, we got to get the people who's going to make some changes, some action in power. So, yeah, it starts with the president, but, you know, it, it goes on down as well. So everybody just needs to have some, um, you know, basic idea of what it is that is and isn't going on. Um, that affect us in our daily lives that we may not really see or even realize. Like, you know, I said to you earlier, it may be all good for you in, in your life. Like I, there, a lot of the things that go on, you know, in our society don't necessarily directly affect me. Um, like it may somebody who is less fortunate than I am in terms of career wise, finances, et cetera, et cetera. Right. But, um, empathy is what it comes down to. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't want myself to be successful at the expense of the next man. You know what I mean? And as good as it may be in my life, how much better could it be, you know, if we did have the right things in place, the right people in place, the right laws and policies and procedures in place too. So that's where I stand on everything. Yeah. So Indeed. The, the Biden bus couldn't <laughs> <couldn't> even <laughs> chill in Texas, man. They they oh man. Hey, what you say? Out. So what what happened? And you was talking about your pops was around there. What happened? No, that's my pops hood. Yeah, your pops he, was he, one of the ones. He tell us what was. happened. I sent you the situation. Tell us what happened, and tell us what what your dad was saying. So about I guess it. they were trying to make a um, a stop out here in Texas. So um, I think Harris, right? She was on there. I don't mm. think Biden was on there. Or someone from the team. I don't yeah, know if, so, yeah. if she was on there, but someone Somebody from the team. Somebody was on yes. there. They're on a bus. Campaigning. Uh, you know, trying to do their their stop here to get those college votes. And electoral college, yeah. Yeah. They were actually ramming people out, like all these trucks, hundreds of Trump supporters armed were ramming people out of the way uh, and pretty much just escorting them out of Texas. <laughs> It was insane. And you said your pops was one of the people that was ram- ramming them, right? <laughs> I did not put those words in my pop. Pops will beat me down. <laughs> no, that was just in the pops hood. Okay. Where the, where so you don't place. you don't know for sure whether or not he was one of the people that was trying to get them out. You want there. me to call him? <sighs> call him, yeah. Call him right now. <laughs> Do you think he'll answer? Yeah, let me see what's up. Okay, why are you calling them? So my sister is out here in Rancho. Um, they're out here, uh, both of my sisters, picking up their ballots from my mom's house. And um, they were out and about. I think she was helping somebody move, her friend move, her friend Janelle. And uh, she's got a house. Shout out to Janelle, first time home home uh, owner. 
And she said she saw all these cars rolling down the street hey. too, man. He answered, yeah, you gotta come back to it. Hey, you got the music going in the background. I got you on my podcast right now. Can you hear me? Yeah. I got you on my podcast, and we just want to know were you were you in one of those trucks, the truck trucks, um, not you know uh, trying to get that Biden bus out of uh, New Braunfels. Put him up to the mic. Were you were you out there in your truck? Did you see the news? No. Oh, then you don't know. Nah, see, hey, he's trying not to incriminate himself. Huh? I'm going for Trump. <laughs> oh, oh my God, no! <laughs> hey, you gotta, you gotta hang up, man. We got, right, we got, we, we, next we caller, I next got, caller. I got, I got a Trump pass and Trump pass. I went out to work. Hey, this is great. No, we just wanted to know because we saw that you know they were they were um, trying to escort that bus out of here in Trump. Uh, the Trump supporters, so they were driving in trucks because there was a bus out there, and they weren't letting them uh, pull over or nothing. They were just pushing them out. So we thought Arm. you were a part of that. Arm too. No, they're, they're, they're fucking deep. There's going to be like 30 trucks out there. Yeah. Flags and shit. Yeah, they ain't, they ain't playing around here. <laughs> they, ain't, they ain't playing. Every, every, every Thursday, they have a big ass rally. For real? Yeah, all, all trucks. Big ass trucks. Big ass trucks for all flags and shit. Damn. Led by you? Yeah, they ain't. No, not by me. <laughs> <laughs> He's out here, though. <laughs> all right. Let me put a flag on it. Let me get a flag. Hell no, I ain't put no flag. Yeah, yeah, no one gets caught slipping. But I'll hit you up later, Pops. I just wanted, we just wanted to hear from you real quick. All right, hi you guys. All right, he said bye. All right, bye. Oh man, next caller, man. Oh man, Pops out here letting me down. Yeah. Hey, is it is it true what they say? What? Like father, like son, and and the apple don't fall far from the tree. I guess not. You have to know. Oh hell no. Uh, you know, you know what it is? I think people are really divided because like I, I don't obviously I won't share no names, but I know like uh, a friend of mine and he's black. And if I asked him and I did back in February, January, I'm like, yo, how do you feel about Trump, though? And he's like, oh, my 401k straight. My stocks are straight. My money's straight. And so then I asked him again in May. I was like, hey, you still feel the same way? Nah, man, I gotta, I gotta switch up. Like he ain't doing right. So I think what it is for not a lot, not a lot, everybody, but for some people, it's like they, they're, they're good. Their financial situation is good. Their money's straight. You know, things are good for them. But at what cost? You know what I mean? At what cost is that? Is that okay for how long? And I think that's where some people are like divided in the middle with over him, and then continuing the next four years because I feel like some people might feel like yo he's not the right one for us but at the same time like he's already in there like let him finish let me continue to get to stack this money but at what cost though is my question yeah obviously being being new to this new to politics because obviously what's going on I was kind of talking to my wife about it and I I wanted to bring it up to the pod but I didn't want to seem insensitive about it um but it when you relate to it, it kind of relates to like a basketball team, right? We're, we're hardcore Laker fans. So mm-hmm. 
I hated LeBron, right? I hated LeBron. But when he came to the Lakers, oh, like, you know, we're, we're there. We're like, we support him. We love him. Like, oh, yeah, you know, he's, he's our guy because he's on our team. And I think sometimes once you pick a political side, it doesn't really matter who's the front runner. You're just, you're just riding for that side. But then sometimes, yeah, you can get over it. But think about it. How, long, how much would it take for us to become Clipper fans? What would it take? Genie bus to run the dang team into the ground. But it's probably never, though, right? It's never. So you got to think about it. It's people that are really heavily invested in politics. Once they have a side or once they grow up knowing a side, they're going to stick to their no matter who's front running. They're just going to support them. And I just kind of relate that to basketball to a higher extent. I 100% agree with you. And there are those people out there. Right is right. And wrong is wrong. You know what I mean? So mm-hmm. I, I I feel what you're saying in terms of like, yeah, they're, they're, uh, when you think about politics and people who are like really invested in politics, that is a lot of times the way that they think. But, you know, right is right and wrong is wrong. It, it don't matter who it is, you know, even if that's your political affiliation, like, you know what I mean? Like, True. It, stuff's, it's, stuff's it's not benefiting anyone mm-hmm. but you you know unless you're in that position so but anyway we we can go on and on about that i'll share one last story because yeah, it go goes into like empathy i guess for other people kind of like what you're saying Blevins. uh so i was in a certain place so i don't want to say no names or anything like that because i don't want to give people's identity Man, you always not saying names you need to i just don't want like... i just don't want to put people out there like that but hey. i was i was in a i was in an establishment uh, a couple of weeks ago <laughs> And the whole conversation. Do it again. again. (laughs) I don't want to say people's names. We. And then I was in established. I was in establishment like a couple weeks ago, and then the the whole election conversation came up, and obviously Trump Biden, right? And I I was bullied, and I'm talking about like ten dudes, and I'm the only one that was there speaking up against Trump, you know, and everybody was for Trump, pro Trump. And I'm talking about minorities, like these are minority people. And, you know, I, and I respected everything that they were saying, but they were coming at me hard. And I, I just said, you know what, I, I respect what you guys think. I respect everything you guys are talking about. But at the same time, you guys are not going to sway my decision. My opinion is my opinion. And that's what it is. And, and, and you know, I left there and it was tension. It was so much tension. So I go back and um, the one person back. that I, I went back. Yeah, I went back. And then the one person that I know there, like, I know I know him, um, him and I had a conversation, like, a one-on-one. And then he was telling me, like, yo, I wasn't really, like, I wasn't really vibing with what, with what they were saying the other time. And, you know, I, I really don't like Trump. So I was, and I was riding back home and I was like, man, people just follow, follow along. They just go with what the crowd says, and it's easier to just kind of put things aside yeah. and not battle and not confront and not really take on like the real issues that are going on and just say, like, man, my vote don't matter. Man, Trump's just going to win anyways. Man, Biden ain't got no shot. You know, it's easier just to say that, and it's harder to actually speak up. Because when I went back, I'm not going to lie, like I had tension. Did you I have felt, a strap with you? I didn't. And okay. even, even my wife mm. called me like, she she called me. She's like, "You okay? Are you good? Did you make it out?" And I was like, "Yeah, no problem." But it's just it. 
that's kind of the world we live in. And then if it's easier not to speak up neither, because I kind of be I was kind of put in this place was like, damn, like I shouldn't have spoke up. The same thing happened to me in June with the, the whole BLM movement. And obviously, like I was I was outspoken about my position, uh, about what everything was going on. Same thing. I was attacked. But it was it's easy for me just to, to shut up and not say nothing. And it's harder for me to speak up. So I think that's like the position that a lot of Americans are in where they're just afraid and, and to, to to speak up. And then sometimes like the other the other spectrum is they're speaking up is to have social unrest or like, no, I shouldn't say social unrest, but like the rioting. Right. Um, and I, that's the anger that comes out. But I think that there's different ways of doing it and just tackling it by by um, just just getting more knowledge and just understanding what's really going on and not being afraid uh, to speak up. Cause I always think about it like this, like, you know, what I want, what I want my kids to just follow along or what I want them to be leaders. And so I got to be the one person to be the leader so they can see. And she was there. My daughter was there. So, you know, she was like, why were they ganging up on you? And I had to explain to her like why that was. That's deep. Yeah. That's yeah. deep, man. Was this establishment? That won't happen to Jesse because he don't have hair, so he's not going to the barbershop. <laughs> oh, why you got to say? Uh, I said, hey, dude, we said it the same way. That's why I don't have a hat the on today. You know, I had to show uh, off, you know, the clean cut, the edge up, you know. I haven't got a cut, so I wasn't there. So I missed miss the, bar, miss the barbershop talk. That's yeah. nice of you. Hey, hey, we know, now we know that if you did go to the barbershop, <laughs> That's the crowd that you would be around and be part of. I would have been of bullying Andy's Andy. barbershop. I would have exactly. been bullying Andy. Oh man, exactly. I'm not a bully. You bullied me. But that's who'd okay. you vote for? Who'd you vote <laughs> he has for? Friends. Why'd he has you vote? Friends. Who'd you vote for? You better go vote. Did you vote? Send me a picture. I had a. That's I was right, on the man. Blevs was so controlling. I had to talk to him as I was up in line. He was like, you call me. Don't don't like, don't people? try to play me. How many people you called me? I didn't call you. He's like, all right. You had to make sure I had to send him my location. Oh, he, hell no. He wanted to talk. He had to talk to the person that actually checked me in. And it was like, <laughs> did, hey, he really, did he really vote? Did he, he really vote? Is it legal? <laughs> That's funny. This um, is the greatest. I don't know if I could pull it up, but Blevins had me dying yesterday. And Oh, in the group just, chat? Yeah. Are you uh, really going to read that? No, I don't want to read it, but... <laughs> because because then it's going to incriminate me on who it is that I had to hit up afterwards. To make yeah, sure I can't that do that because it's right home. after. But I don't want to put them in. Yeah, I'm not gonna do that. Never mind. It is hilarious though. That was, that was so funny. That's funny, man. Um, all right, we're done. We're not a political podcast, so it's just we're just sharing our. But views. we can be. <laughs> um, uh, Kanye so West. We got. We are we doing Kanye or are we doing Clutch? No, let's do Clutch. Okay. But we we at some point we still do need to talk about Yay and um going on the hey, but podcast. Just one 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 thing about Yay, he he he's really in his political bag because he really deflects the questions too. <laughs> so I was like thinking, like this is like if you ask me, this is kind of like if you guys ask me, hey, how do you guys, how do you make a peanut butter and jelly sandwich, right? Okay, I'm gonna ask you. All right, go ahead. I'll, I'll be Joe Rogan. All right. So how do you make a a peanut butter? I'm I'm interested. How do you make a peanut butter and jelly sandwich? Like, what's your what's your take on that? Because I've been thinking. Well, that was really good. You would need the bread, okay? But the Aztecs in 1927, <laughs> where they was walking up the trees, and Saint Pierre and Paul see when they were having the conversation about why is the moon white, 
you know, led them to be able to find the wheat. Okay. But no one talks about, <laughs> no one talks about <laughs> Roberta in 1954 when she was out there we, in we Alabama. Just, <laughs> I get that. I get we just got to, we just got to keep going on the Kanye now. <laughs> That's it. I'm saying like he just rambles off and you don't get to like you guys. Did you guys figure out how to make a peanut butter jelly sandwich? That's all you guys. <laughs> Roberta and Pierre, 1972 <laughs> Aztecs. He just told you to he got you. It's a code. It's a code. He just schooled so me. Did you end up finishing the the Joe Rogan interview? I, I did not, man. I could, I did by not. choice, or you just didn't have the time, or not that I had not enough time. But um, priority on my priority list, it was probably number three, four. Okay, it was, I listened to it. It was number I, one and two. Um, work, this podcast, my Vibrana, work, <laughs> my family, <laughs> voting, <Damn>. voting, <laughs> voting seven, yeah. Then it was. And you finished it? Yeah, I finished it. I was interested. Okay. I think I think he's more like he's more like a real human than he's not, and not like a politician. And I guess what I'm trying to say is that he's more like us than not, because I feel like there's a lot of people that feel that think like him, not to his extent, but are just not ballsy enough and don't have the platform to speak it like how he does. Because a lot of us. He's just brilliant. Like he's really, really smart. But because of the internet, all of us are brilliant. All of us are fat checkers. All of us just know stuff. We're geniuses in our own way. And he's just done his research. He's smart about a lot of things. But the the one thing that I think that bothered me about it is that like how Jesse said that he was the Joe Rogan kept asking him a question and he would go on a 20 minute rant and and he would circle back. He's like, oh, but you asked me a question, but it didn't really have a plan for the questions that were asked because a lot of them were po- political questions or towards the end of the um, the the pod. Um, and I also did like his green approach, like sustainability, um, the the betterment for humanity, like all those ideas are great. His theory is great, and practice is is a question. And I think that also unpopular. To, to even speak on this a little bit, but I think the obviously him running in 2024, America will not allow, I don't think they'll allow somebody to go into office and speak as much Christianity as he does, as much as this country is more on the, the Christian side. Yeah, right. But he obviously has a religious belief. He obviously, you know, is close to his, to God and has faith. And a lot of his thoughts come from the vision that God has given him. But America will just not allow that. I just don't believe that they allow that. Um, and, I, and he's going to have a hard time because I think that uh, the media is going to really go after him um, just based on that. And and the sound bites that he creates, mm-hmm. like he they're going to attack him. And I feel, I feel bad for him. I really do. But also like he has some really good ideas. Uh, I didn't get to finish it. I I think I got halfway through it. Um, Just time, you know, this week has been really crazy for me, but uh, just time. And yeah, I agree with you in terms of um, like following along with him. You can't really follow along with him in a straight line. Like you really have to 
take all of what he said and then pick it apart and decipher it because a lot of what he says makes sense. It's mm-hmm. just if you are able trying to try, if you're trying to get an answer, like in that moment, you may not get it unless you decipher all of where he took you, right? It's kind of mm-hmm. like he's going to give you a bunch of different answers and nuggets and gems in one. So, you know, I got to watch the rest of it. Uh, a lot of what he says makes sense. I don't necessarily agree with everything that he says, but a lot of what he says makes sense. And I feel like his um, his ideals and where, you know, his thoughts come from is a place of purity. Yeah. And it comes from his heart. It's you just he you? needs the right people around him to really execute. You know what I mean? Like he he started out as a producer. You know what I mean? So he's able to produce. He just needs the right instruments around him, (laughs) the right instruments around him to really, you know, get the finished product right. He he did look good. You know what I think? Oh yeah, he does. You know what I think about? uh, And I'll let you go, Jesse. My bad. uh, Is that you know how like people in history? like have predicted stuff and then like hundreds of year later years later has come true. He's one of those he he reminds me of somebody. Yeah. Like everything that he's speaking of is just He's never too, he's never wrong in that sense. But it's too far ahead for us to like really wrap our minds around the uh, possibilities of it actually being a real thing for us and he, mm-hmm. humanity. And he's right a lot about a lot of things. Like he's so right and I think that's one of the things that bothers me is that I wish that we could see his vision through, but I don't feel like we might see that in our lifetimes, probably, and maybe not even in his own lifetime. But anyways, go ahead, Jesse, my bad. Yeah, and I was just saying he looked in really good spirits. Uh, he looked calm. He looked very calm. Calm, yay. And, uh, calm, yay. It was, it was crazy because I guess I wasn't really informed, but when he said that he funded his Sunday service. And that was part of his tithing. Like that was his tithing. He was paying all these people getting the best, best of of the best. And, you know, trying to do the church and just investing in those people. He says, even if they were stealing from him and, you know, doing, doing wrong, but he still supported it. And that was his vision that he wanted to be able to give people jobs. Um, I think if he opens his easy factory, wherever he's doing it, why um, Wyoming and just to give those people jobs and you know like, that would be cool if I got a, I'll get a, a management job at Adidas I'll move out there like that's just cool like I think he, I think he has the vision he just needs to execute it and it's funny because he was like hey I, I said this um, I laughed because he was like he tried to show that he was a man of his word hey I said this during this award that I was going to run for president because I thought about it. You know, he kind of wants to like stay true to what he said. Right. And I was thinking, bro, your album was supposed to be out three months ago. Man of his words, but his, his, his music <laughs> never comes out on time. Right. Hey, but then he says he loses money. Right. He loses about four million every time he puts something out. So then <sighs> it, it kind of makes sense. Like, hey, my priorities are going to shift to what, you know, what needs to be. His, his yeah. music might be number three for him, like that podcast was. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, but he, um, he looked good, though. Go ahead. But uh, to shout out a couple other podcasts, so that was Joe Rogan's podcast. I'll I'll begrudgingly shout out um, your guys' Joe Budden, uh, his, your hero, Joe Budden's hey. podcast. He got yes. him. He has he's COVID-19. Out here. He, he does? Yeah. Yeah. 
gonna, I ain't gonna but go there. Hold on, why'd um, you mess up his? He was giving props. Yeah, go ahead. Uh, Joe Button's podcast, um, and then uh, the homie Darren Collison w- uh, was just on the No Chill uh, Gail podcast as well. Which Gilbert's podcast? We talked about it um, last week when we talked about our top five favorite players with no rings. Gilbert Arenas is doing a great job on his podcast. Um, Darren was on there talking about Pros Vision, which is um, his training company that's training the youth, um, a lot of the middle school kids, high school kids, and then some of the um, top college players and some NBA players as well. So shout out to Darren and Calvin and Pierre and uh, Sean as well. So shout out to them over there. I have a quick question. Did any of your friends or cousins want to get on Jesse for his top five picks last week? Um, Somebody said Ray Frosted. Somebody said Ray (laughs) Frosted. Jesse said Rick for all. I know, I know, I but I forgot. Like a listener says something like about. I don't know if I saw it somewhere, but it's like he no, said. I think, Rick he, I think he was a little bit safe this time. I think once we get back into the bat, into the music and the uh, movies and stuff like that, and mm. and shows, then uh, I think some people will get on his head because I know Ooh, he's a top like he said shows? calls himself. He's a. That's what I was. I so top five shows was one of the ones that I was Next thinking week. about. Uh, whether it's like just. No genre or genre. And then um, top five TV characters of all time. Right? No genre. Don't matter Taj, what type Taj of Mori. <laughs> Smart <guy. laughs> He's Hey, Jesse's watching it right now. Oh, or maybe goodness. Jesse Smollett. Jesse Smollett. Maybe, wow. maybe, maybe that'll be one of his favorite ones. Oh, <laughs> my goodness. Y'all watch. Was he on Empire? He was on Empire? Yeah, on Empire. maybe that'll be one of his favorite ones, man. Hey, I did want to touch on Clutch real quick, though. Um, so Let's talk about it. Clutch Sports had a Clutch Sports, which is Rich Paul's agency. Um, LeBron James is a client. Rich Paul and LeBron James have a great relationship with one another. You know, he's part of their four horsemen that they have. Mm-hmm. Uh, with Maverick Carter and, you know, Ernie Ramos and um, all them. Um, one of the biggest ag- agencies in basketball right now, and they're trying to make even more moves. They got some good clients, young up-and-coming talent. So they just had a pro day. So pro day is you have your college basketball and NFL athletes. I mean, sorry, college basketball and football athletes, you know, try to show the scouts you know, this is where my skill level is at. So they have an idea of, okay, do we want to try to draft this player or invest in them, right? So, you know, with everything going on, COVID, nothing is the same right now. So Clutch Sports had a pro day to where they were um, showcasing um, two of their new um, clients that uh, came came out of college. So Anthony Edwards, who went to Georgia, and then Tyrese Maxey, who went to Kentucky. Uh, But they had it on ESPN, right? So they were... They were really getting highlighted. Yeah, and then Clutch had all his clients there. So AD was there. LeBron was there. Trey Young was there. Tristan Thompson was there. All these players that are representing. Yeah, KCP was there. Um, Ryan Ryan Blevins. (laughs) All these players were there, you know, repping, right? So um, there was a report that some agents were unhappy with the setup at the pro day. According to a source, some agents were unhappy with the setup, feeling it was unwarranted exposure for Rich Paul's client, but the NBA let it go on. So it's just crazy how much, like they already tried, they had this Rich Paul rule, which the NCAA um, um, founded this rule. Uh, I don't remember all the exact details of it, but 
basically it was like, oh, you have to have gone to college yourself. Um, an agent has to have gone to college and had so much, you know, experiences, a law degree or whatever it was. I don't, again, I don't remember the details, but all the things that Rich Paul has not accomplished, even though he's a successful agent. And they ended up rescinding the rule. And then now you have all these anonymous sources that are saying things like, basically it's just hating, man. Like black people, um, you know, people of color get on and then people try to rewrite the rules, you know what I mean? To make it harder for them. So it's, it's crazy that in a, in a industry that's dominated by white men, you know, and you have a black man that's up and coming successful clutch sports and even rock nation sports as well, that they try to hate on you and try to, you know, tarnish your name and all that. When you try to be creative and find ways to be innovative and be successful and do well for yourself. That was a lot to unpack. (laughs) (laughs) Let me just touch on this real quick. That's okay. No, that's okay. What do you think, Jesse? I, I think it's just um, hate, African-American. We're, we're trying to make a name, business, uh, trying to do something for the people, man. And it's just we're always going to have that those eyes on you, those extra eyes, that extra hate. It's, it's going to happen. Um, but for, the, for you know, the NBA to be able to rescind that, that rule and um, just to give these people a chance, I, I'm for it. But yeah, the hate I think needs to stop. <laughs> the hate needs to stop. I think they're gonna hate it when they start moving into MLB and NHL. Like oh, this is just the beginning. And, and, what? Uh, Bubba, get Bubba. That's... What? <laughs> Bubba, he's on NASCAR. Bubba oh, Bubba. Oh, Bubba. Yeah, didn't he sign yeah, to somebody? Who did he sign to? Um, he's on the team of uh, Michael Jordan and Denny oh, the... Hamlin and started yeah, shout the, out Michael uh, Jordan. racing team. I forgot what the name of it is, but it's along the lines That's... of Jumpman or whatever. <laughs> I know that's dope. I think that, uh, you know, baseball is next up. They have to because baseball is like a multicultural uh, sport now, you know, and then even talking about Latin America, like mm-hmm. all Central America, Dominican Republic, Puerto Rico, like they're all over the place. Right. And then bringing people over from Japan. If anything, they are the next up to kind of innovate when it comes to like these these um, contracts, um, opportunities that come to, to sports, um, athletes. Um, I think the NBA has done a good job of just not resisting and more of like participating in the movements that, that have happened. So, you know, clutch sports is just their they're bosses. They're just oh, if clutch goes into baseball, it's a wrap because that, baseball doesn't have a salary cap mm-hmm. and they don't have a, a limit on like contract years. So like Mookie it. Betts, shout out to the Dodgers winning the World Series, by the way. Right. Let's get it. Dodgers and um, and the Lakers both won same year. Um, they, the last time that they did that was 1988. Um, but yeah, Mookie Betts signed a 12-year contract for like $253 million or something like that. So if Clutch goes into baseball, psh, it's a wrap. Really gonna be some mad people, claim. man. Yeah. Shout out Ma- Maggie Johnson. Oh, and quick side note too. I know we've got all these side notes. Um, you know we can't not do the pod without some clipper slander. So all the LA sports teams was rooting for the Dodgers to win the World Series. They were, you know, putting messages on their official Twitter account. And the Clippers were the only sports franchise that did not congrat or not congratulate, but not 
you know, uh, wish the the Dodgers well. Um, they finally put out a message once the Dodgers did win, but they were the only sport LA sports fran- uh, franchise that did not say, you know, good thing or wish the Dodgers well on their quest to win a World Series. So Haterade. Clippers suck. Haterade. <laughs> yeah. Rondo better not go over there. He can he go better. anywhere. He better go. He can go anywhere in the league. Go anywhere in the world. Yeah, just don't go. He can go to the Bobcats if you want. <laughs> All right, let's, All right, let's get in spins. this weekly spins. Yep. Um, go ahead. Oh, I, you know, I'll start first. I didn't do much. I got some. I got the new twelve. Nothing yeah. crazy. Okay. Got got okay. the case. Got the. What is is that an Illuminati sign? <laughs> what is that? The charger. I got. Mason. I got the whole thing. I got the charger to go on it. The little magnet. You know, okay. got the whole hey, got the whole money, works. Uh, that was my my vibe. I got some new padding Your for the wall. Spin. My weekly spin. Sorry, got my new padding for the wall. Got a new mirror for the bedroom. You know, I'm not gonna ask. I'm not. I'm not. <laughs> oh, I'm not gonna ask. I got I'm the, not how's the. How's the mega hat look on pose? It looks good. I got. Nah, that's not <laughs> where joking. my mind was going. I'm gonna wear my. I'm gonna wear my, I'm wear my next week. Joking. What you Kidding. get? I got the Jordan Five Off White Cells. I don't know how I came up with that, but yeah, I won the rap. If Andy can't help you, I already sold them. I already got the tracking for it, so I'm actually getting them this time. How much you make, or do you not want to say? Uh, I think like four hundred. Hey, okay, Papa. A little some, some. Yeah. All right. So that's what I copped this all week. Right, all right, you you bought you bought twenty one of them, right? 21, <laughs> 21 Savage. No, I made sure not, I'd man, first it was one, then I didn't see it went through. So then I tried to put two and it did 12. Then I tried to edit the two. Then it was 21, 21, 21, 20. 21 questions. Uh, so uh, principlesagency.com, principlesagency.com. Uh, the homie Alfred Bell, man, like I know him from a long time ago when I used to work at Active. Um, I bought, uh, a Lakers shirt from uh, his website. Uh, um, it is, it's cool because it's like a, dynasty, a Lakers dynasty shirt. So it has Shaq, Kobe, Powell, Lamar, uh, Ori, uh, Fisher. Um, I think it has uh, Abdul Jabbar, Magic, Worthy, Byron Scott on there. So I'm excited to get that in the mail. So L- Lou Dang? No. No, Lou Dang. Come on, man. You but need that's funny, though. <laughs> yeah, get Lou Dang on there. Get Lou Dang on there. What was it? I'm, I'm trying to look. I'm trying to look it up. What was it? Smush Parker. Principles Smush. Agency. Principles Agency. I'm going to check it out. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah. Get that. Get that. That's tight, man. Shout, keep shout keep supporting the small businesses. I, I, I need to do that just a little bit more. But, yeah. That's dope. What we got What we got on these Viber Nas, man? Oh, Andy, first. What you send us? Uh, a group named Jungle. Ooh, um, I've been, Jungle. yeah, no, nah, I've been, uh, they came out with an album sometime late last year, I believe. And they just put out a new single, um, really like just vibe music, chill music, like put on, have a drink of wine or sangria. And then, you know, that's mm, just the vibe. So sangria in the fridge. Should have had some out for us. <laughs> uh, so yeah, that's my vibe or not. They're called Jungle. And uh, the song's name is Come Back a Different Day.
I promise. There's sound. There is sound. <laughs> <laughs> Check, check them out. Actually, their first album was called Forever. I was supposed to go see them live pre-COVID, and then my tickets got canceled. So, um, yeah. Dang, you living in the jungle. <laughs> what about you? It's like a jungle sometimes. Bless. Me, um, you know, we kind of talked about it earlier. The fact that, you know, Wayne, 50, Ice Cube ain't really doing, no, nothing too much now. Uh, but Busta Rhymes, like I said, came out with a new album and I'm like, okay, I want this one to be my vibe. I want this one. And it was, man, the album just kept getting better and better. So the one I settled on, I won't say settled on, the one I chose was uh, Don't Go, which is Buster Rhymes and Q-Tip and they always make great music together. I haven't listened to the album yet. I need to listen to it today. So no problem. on that thing, man. But if you think that you can test me, that's a no-no Effective with the hits, especially when I went solo And aggressive with the spit, I think you niggas know the cape and I nah Let's take the shit back to the real side The shit that you can really feel, right? See, I do this for the people, all my ladies and gents Had them breaking down a barricade and jumping the fence Leader of the newest shit, now let them see who the best Harder to find it, so let it manifest in the flesh Anytime I touch a microphone, you know I'm a bless Niggas with the shit that you feel in your gut and your chest Now I'm bouncing out the building, leave the shit in the mess I'm yeah, he got he got Q-Tip on there, Pete Rock on there, uh, Rakim, Mariah Carey, Kendrick Lamar, um, ODB. Like, man, he got a lot of people on there. Nice. I don't think he's dropped an album since um, like 2006. So it's been it's a while. Been a- uh, I think he came out with one in 2012. Okay, called uh, something Dragon or whatever it was. Nice. Mine is, I'm going to finish this off with a little soul. Uh, mine's Cartoons, and this one's Saturday Morning, the album. And this song is called Bottle Rocket. Up a cigar, take your, your hoodie off. You said it's 73 in there, but you got the heater and the hoodie on. That, that it's whole, cold, man. That whole vibe is nice. Uh, cartoon uh, Sunday morning. Yeah, send that me out. that, man. I like that. All right, for sure. Hey, nice, nice pod, man. Right on time. One hour and 10 minutes. Hey, you said we playing what we playing for our outro? The other, the other one we did, the one that you had in your biking video. Yeah, yeah, yeah called bled let me find that here we go come on man this man man you're an engineer oh you don't have any screens i have one i don't have any screens
help you. Thank you for listening, guys. We'll see you next week. We out. Peace. Ouch. Yeah.